0: Welcome back to another episode of the Nutrition Spot Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to navigate Thanksgiving when the family around you, family and friends, are entrenched in diet culture.
1: Yeah, those dreaded family members. <laughs> okay, that was mean. But you know, like <laughs> it can be such a it's such a great time to look forward to. Yeah, we're saying Thanksgiving because American Thanksgiving is coming up, and a lot of our clients are from from the states, and so they're like, "Well, Thanksgiving is coming. What do I do?" But You know, it's such a joyous time, but if you have those family members who are entrenched in diet culture, they can completely ruin it for you. Like, for instance, one of our clients, she was like, my birthday is around Thanksgiving, so we always celebrate. And I asked my family member if I could bring cupcakes, and she said no. And it's like- She said
0: said I could bring one for myself only.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah like all because her aunt isn't her family member is entrenched in diet culture you know like she's worried about calories or too many desserts or who knows what's going on in her head but she feels so uncomfortable with the idea of there being more than one dessert on the table that she's said no to like bringing food and celebrating the birthday like isn't that such a bummer
0: Oh, my heart breaks for both parties.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so I kind of started it off rude and I was like, oh that's dreaded. But it's it is. It's it's when you've started to heal your relationship with food or you have food freedom, it's hard not to look at the family members who are still struggling and not feel sorry for them because they don't know any difference. They can't they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. The blinders are on, they're deep into that world and And it's just, it sucks, right? We just want to pull them out with us. But oftentimes they're not ready and they can say things, they can make comments that might damper your holiday season. And so we wanted just to chat about how to navigate that
0: all. Mm. I think just even like, cause I'm pretty sure I was probably that to that degree at some point in my life. And I, I just want to, I want to remind everybody that those people are really struggling inside Even though they're probably not aware of to what degree they're struggling, Um, because it's been a long time since they felt good and calm and at peace, and they're just holding on by a thread. And so, what can happen then is, like Nikki is saying, is like all these signs and symptoms come out and they affect you because you're in the vicinity, you're in their environment. And, um, or maybe they're just really sweet and (laughs) I was not, (laughs) um, and then they're making these like weird decisions regarding, you can only bring one cupcake. And, and so, yeah, I think my first recommendation is just like trying our hardest to see that bigger picture with compassion. And, um, and then from there it's, it's easier to like realize not to take it fully, what's the word, not offense, but like, um, Personally. personally. Yeah. Yeah, actually, has nothing to do with you.
1: Exactly, that's so great. And I love how you explain that because I'll I'll often say, like, other people's opinions about you or what you're eating is not your problem. That's a them problem. But it's hard. It's hard not to take things people say to you personally. So coming from that compassion of being like, look, they're they just don't know, right? They're struggling themselves, and yeah, it has nothing really to do with you. So you might. You might have family members that comment on what you look like, like the minute you walk in the door. And then family members who comment on what you're eating, how much you're eating, things like that. And so they're not easy things to take, but they're not a reflection of you. They're a reflection of them.
0: Majorly. Yeah. You ever hear that uh, saying, I'm going to butcher it? But like essentially, yeah, your opinion Of me reflects you or something like that. But yeah, it is all internally. Internally. Um, Okay. And so I've had this happen. I've had this when I was going through my intuitive eating journey, people kind of like noticing because I, and it was really hard for someone that, for all of us, it was hard for my brain after so many years of trying to maintain a weight a, a physical uh, identity to gain validation from the exterior, from the external, and then to let go of that control and have the very thing that my brain was so holding on to the validation um, gone. And then the worst, the, what I thought was the worst, like the, the, the opposite, right? Of like, oh, you've gained weight. Have you gained weight? Like, that is, that stings. So I don't, I don't want, it stings because of our beliefs at that time.
1: Yes. Right. When we've, yeah, we feel like our weight is
0: associated with our worth and all exactly. of the things. Yeah. So what I had to do was feel the sting, not retaliate. Cause again, like, what? and, um, breathe and just let it pass. And then the more I did that and realized that it was just a, th- it's like more in my brain, like the pain is related to my beliefs in my brain and go through that. And my brain realizing that I'll survive. One of our clients she's so funny. She's always like, go through it and you'll realize you're still living, right? She's all about her immersion therapy. <laughs> she's always putting herself in situations that, Her brain is begging her not to do, but she does it anyways. And it has skyrocketed her journey. Like she went through our program, like boom, so fast because she saw this. She saw the story that was happening in her head. She saw these limiting beliefs and she confronted them and she took power. She took control over. That's not going to be my life. I'm not going to let what other people's opinions stop me from who I'm really meant to be.
1: I love that you say that because, um, I think that's a really good, when you're in those moments, maybe even before you go to your your family get-togethers, sit down and, like, do a little journal exercise of, like, your why. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you healing your relationship with food and body and, like, why, why are you going through all this? And putting yourselves in these situations that might not feel super comfortable, just so you can remember in those moments, you know? Like, yes, this person is commenting on my body, but... I'm so much happier or, you know, I'm not living in that food dread that they're living in anymore. And I'm enjoying my life so much more like big picture thinking just to like, keep your mind there to not recoil back. You we don't, we, the one thing we don't want is these t- type of family situations to make us second guess if we're doing the right thing or you know, make us revert back to old behaviors or maybe even stop our journey and go back to dieting just because of that uncomfortableness. So the more you can like really remember your why and what you're and like, how much of your life is already better from what you're going through already in your journey to just like
0: keep that on the front of your brain. Mm, Yes, I love that. So many of our clients do that so well too, right? Is going back to the why because there are so many circumstances in life that can pull us out. Um, And my brain can be tend to be like really aspirational. And so, and I've, I've seen this in a couple of our clients as well, you know, reminding yourself the reason why it's sticking out for people is because it's not normal right now for people to just love themselves and let their bodies heal and like listening to your body and not following mainstream distortion. And so I want to remind you that you're leading a revolution And so just remind yourself in those uncomfortable moments that it kind of needs to be uncomfortable right now in today's story because you're changing. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. And I've seen this in our clients who need to go from a previous identity into a new one. They need to step into it permanently and not let themselves slide back into the old one that they know is not serving them. They're just like me. They need to hold on to this idea that There's a whole other world out there that we need to co-create. There's a whole other world out there that hasn't fully been realized yet. And so we're going to be different. And so although at first when people see us doing these things, they might think that we're wrong or that they don't aspire to that. It's not the old thing that we were aspiring to anymore. But what's going to happen over time and it's already happening is that you're giving them permission to be just like you because that's what that's they really exactly want what to be inside i was, gonna, inside. Say. I
1: was right? gonna say you depending on how you approach a situation you know if you're very calm about it and you mm-hmm. either you know tell them exactly what you're doing if you feel comfortable doing that or um or if you just kind of like brush it off they're seeing yeah they see something and they're it's gonna start opening their world for them exactly and you will be the change maker
0: yeah, you're absolutely so cool. a maker. Yeah, we talk about this with our clients all the time. It's hard, but damn, like, thank you for doing it. Thanks for doing the work. Like, yeah. we all need to be doing this. And the thing is, is that we're not all in a stage of our life that we're prepared mentally to make this leap. And so thank you to everyone who's doing it because we're creating a new world.
1: Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about, like, where you can get your head at pre- coming into this holiday festivity what should you do in the moment though when someone says something maybe they are like oh are you really gonna eat that much or are you going are you actually going for seconds or making some comment like that what should you do
0: I know what my gut reaction is only because I've been through this so many times and my journey is essentially complete um but yeah, do whatever comes to your heart. My reaction is like, yeah, eating this much helps my metabolism. <laughs> right? Because then you're speaking to the very thing that they're afraid of. Oh my gosh, if you eat that much. And I was of that mindset. I was that person. If I let myself eat that much, I'm going to gain weight. And that's like the thing that I'm dreading. And so I won't let myself do that. So for me to come out with a statement like that, they're going to be like, what? What? Tell me more. If you're if you're yes. even interested in telling them. Yeah. Um, and I know some of you may not even be at that stage in your, you're kind of like having that faith that letting your body heal will lead to an improved metabolism. So I, maybe you're not comfortable to say that or you just be like, I know this is, I know this to be the truth and this is my journey and this is what I'm doing. Like people just really value honesty that isn't yeah. Um, angry.
1: Yeah. So I guess the, your way is like challenging. Maybe well, challenging, like- not challenging in like a, not in a bad term, but just kind of like, challenging what they're saying
0: yes and also
1: to, for, to provide some like education
0: um yes and I guess my underlying why there is like I I used to struggle I used to not let myself and so now I I do because I wanted a different way and so like I open that up always for me it's never like you should do this because you are did for it's always for me it's like I was like this and now I'm like this and do you want to come with me?
1: Yeah. And I think a really good thing about that too is make sure you're using like I statements yeah. in these type of scenarios so that that person doesn't put up a wall or creates tension. You know, if you're just kind of like yeah, I statements, I'm doing this because yeah. X, Y, Z is going to make me feel X, Y, Z. It can be, yeah, yeah, it can be super helpful. So like helping them challenge
0: their yes. beliefs.
1: And that, would, that conversation would really probably depend on who The person, you know, like there's probably some family members where you're like, nope, because they're, they got whatever you call it. Like they're, they got the wall, they're rock hard. Yeah, It's just going to cause tension. But if it's a family member that, you know, has the ability to like kind of banter and challenge each other in, in a way that's a positive, then, then for sure you could take that route.
0: I can think of like family members who are so entrenched in the idea that carbs are just like the devil right in any way shape or form and so they have all the science in their brain as to why it would never be any way other so I would never delight in a conversation with someone like that when it's just not 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 interesting you know kind of thing so exactly yeah
1: so then those people may be just like the nod and smile
0: you know (laughs) (laughs)
1: technique number two two. just (laughs) nod and smile and like you know just don't even really acknowledge what they're saying and
0: move on. Yeah.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that. Like you are not, you're not doing anything. I don't want to say cowardly. I feel like that's too strong. You know, like you're protecting yourself and setting boundaries, which is a hundred percent part of what we teach our clients too, because we need to have boundaries to have fulfillment and joy in life. And so it's a hundred percent. Okay. To set boundaries where you're like, I'm just not engaging in anything. That's not a positive conversation.
0: Yeah. I totally agree. I did that for a really long time as well. Like what do you have the bandwidth? Like, what is your heart asking? If your heart is asking to just like duck and cover, (laughs) like do it. You know, your body's just like, I just don't have the energy for that today. It's not feeling like a good energetic match right now. So just don't do it. Listen to what you're. Yeah. What, do yeah, we have
1: exactly. a number three? Well, I was gonna say I have a couple, but they're okay. not like. I don't know. I think another thing I would probably not do this because I'm not like quick-witted. But if you're someone who can like make jokes of situations, like mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like that can always be fun too. Like I don't even have an example because I'm I know so we're not that's quick-witted. Not us. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like,
0: I'm always so like an awe of people that can just be so smart right? and so fast. I just
1: feel like my six-year-old is
0: so quick-witted. Like
1: I'm that was so funny like i don't have that in me but you know i don't know like if someone yeah i don't know but anyways just yeah if you have that bring humor to the situation that's that's great too or if you are like the the final one that i have is like if you want to push back like if that again that your style just to like excuse me i prefer if you don't comment on my body or like and Deborah, could you not talk about how much I'm eating or what I'm eating? Like you have your own food to worry about or whatever. Like that's fine too. It makes Nikki and I want to get under the table. Yes. Well, I, you know, I'll do. I I'm good at that kind of stuff with my kids. I yeah. push past those un, the like those uncomfortable feelings and like stood, stood for them, and so. Yeah.
0: Is it like you point them out and you're like, can you please not do that? Like you statements? Or for me, again, I'm such a sugar coder. It's always like, let's, and that's probably in a singing voice, let's not talk about our plates or let's not talk about weights. We don't talk about weights. You know, like I am, I have, I am not a confrontational person. And so, however you guys feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that.
1: I've done that too. I've done that. Or I've just been like, yeah, like, it doesn't matter what they eat or, or right. you don't you don't need to worry about it or. Yeah. It, again, it depends on the, the dynamic for sure.
0: Yeah. And the dynamic. Yeah. So Thanksgiving. And then I think this topic was just like family, how to deal. I think we have other podcasts where we're like, you know, helping you navigate your appetite and like permission and how to be in the moment and everything like that. So just Thanksgiving in general, like how to eat as an intuitive eater and on a special occasion where the foods may not come back around in a while. So there's that element of scarcity, right? So yeah, we definitely
1: do. So check those out if you're like wanting to go layer deeper. But I think like the take home message from this podcast is remember that any comment that anybody makes is a reflection of themselves and has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with you. And as much as you can internalize that, have your why, solid in your head you're gonna go in there better equipped it's not always easy but just like more equipped to make it through that without
0: uh maybe feeling as hurt hopefully Viva la revolution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a great uh thanksgiving everybody and we'll see yeah. you next week bye bye